It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Michael Knight, a lone crusader in a dangerous world. The world of the Knight Rider. Yes, folks, one man can make a difference, however. And boy, oh boy, has it been a crazy, crazy time, to say the least. Welcome to the Wrestling Debate Show, ladies and gentlemen, for a very cold, chilly Wednesday night, January 30th, 2019, ladies and gentlemen, one three thirty nineteen, ladies and gentlemen, one six zero five five six two zero four four four. call ID, one three nine nine two five pound you can join us right now until 9 o'clock, ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, no, I'm not living in a freezer, although it feels like a freezer. We are joined by the human suplex machine, John Gross, who is trying to keep warm as well there, down there. In front well, of I am. Media, ladies and gentlemen, I know I am too, and like I said, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, please definitely get inside, however, stay inside. Let's just say, ladies and gentlemen, however, if you are out about tonight, please be careful and safe, however, but at the same time, please use common sense at the same time. Anyway, folks, we have got a good show lined up for you tonight, of course, and we'll talk more about it right now with John as we welcome him into Wrestling Debate tonight. John, welcome. Yep. Well, one of the things we're going to talk about, ladies and gentlemen, is what's going on in the WWE, especially the last couple of days, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. The first story, of course, ladies and gentlemen, began, oddly enough, ladies and gentlemen, on Monday, or should I say on Tuesday, if you will, when we found out the lunatic friend himself, Dean Ambrose, asked for his release, believe it or not, by WWE. As a result, however, he will be competing until possibly WrestleMania or maybe even before WrestleMania, before walking out the door, if you will. According to reports, Howard Dean asked for his release because he was apparently tired of being, let's just say, denied opportunities, if you will. Earlier today, Hideo Tommy announced, ladies and gentlemen, that he too was uh, asking for his release, if you will, from the WWE. And let's just say he got it. As a result, now we're saying, however, we're reading reports, however, about this whole thing, however, involving... Dean Ambrose, and in fact, ladies and gentlemen, I can tell you there is reports, however, saying that some people thinking, however, that this is all a stunt. This is all a work, if you will. In fact, I'm going to pull up the story right now while we're talking about it right now, ladies and gentlemen, and here's the story from our friend Joseph Lee, believe it or not, however. In the latest edition of Wrestling Observer Radio by Wrestling Inc., Dave Meltzer said that some of the town in WWE believes that the news of Dean Ambrose's upcoming departure is actually a work. It was announced yesterday that Ambrose would be leaving WWE after WrestleMania in April. However, some people think that because WWE announced it on their website, it's part of an angle. Now, some of the town were already aware that Ambrose was going to leave before Raw Monday night, but most found out, however, when it was announced yesterday. Most of the creative team, however was also not told that he was leaving, and they didn't know the program with Nia Jax was set up to humiliate him on his way out. Other wrestlers were surprised that Ambrose turned down what was described as a, quote, lucrative five-year deal, but Ambrose is said to be very unhappy in WWE and doesn't care about the money. Meltzer added that Ambrose is, quote, very good Jericho and Cody Rhodes, who were both signed to All Elite Wrestling. Uh, that being said, however... Uh, there has been talk already also at the same time that possibly Dean Ambrose could be doing a program with Nia Jax maybe, possibly at WrestleMania 35 this year. John, I will ask you your opinion about this. I gotta say, stupid. What's that? I didn't even hear you there. Stupid. 
Well, we'll have to wait and see what happens, folks. I mean, it's going to be very, very interesting, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, however. But, of course, a lot of people are still talking about this and that, however. We'll have to wait and see what happens, however. Overall, however, many people are still talking about this whole thing, however, if you will, however. And as a result, however, mind you, however, like I said, however, a lot of people, however, that being said, however, We'll have to wait and see what happens. Another story, obviously, we're following, John, of course, is what's going on, however, involving, however, Hideo Itami. Hideo Itami last night, of course, competed on 205 Live, we understand, in what was maybe his final matchup with the WWE. And now that there is talk, however, that he is on his way out, too, and many people think he could be signing with All Elite Wrestling. You know about his injuries. You know about the issues that he's had with management over the years. That being said, however... Your thoughts about this one? Oh, all new craziness. Yes, Helen. Yep. Well, all these superstars like right. CM Punk, John Morrison, Alberto Del Rio, Ryback. They had all had talent, but what did Vince do? I think Vince McMahon didn't believe in them, you know, and that's why no. they said F you. Yeah, oh, I would think so. I would think so. And, of course, you heard my icebreaker last night, what I thought, however, about some of those things. And speaking of which, of course, we'll talk more about that coming up at 9 o'clock on Revolution tonight. John will have the birthdays and dates, including one particular person who is celebrating a special birthday today. And also, ladies and gentlemen, we'll talk about the SmackDown recap on last night, including, however, we have a new U.S. champion. And let's just say... uh, Everyone is not saying what's up to that. Everyone's saying what the heck, if you will. And we will definitely tell you who that is coming up at the 9 o'clock hour. Gerard and I will have your news headlines for you, including more developments of the Hideo Tommy and Dean Ambrose situation. And also, ladies and gentlemen, we will keep you up to date with what's going on with NXT tapings. They are taping the show tonight, we understand. And, of course, we will update you during the course of the evening and let you know what matches will be going on. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we got an interesting show on NXT tonight. As you know, ladies and gentlemen, of course, this was taped uh, Saturday night right before the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we can tell you, however, it will be Io Shirai and Kari Sane versus Jasmine Duke and Marina Shafir in one match. The Street Profits, of course, will be taking on the Forgotten Sons, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, in the other match as well. So, folks, definitely check that out. Also, ladies and gentlemen, as we said, of course, last night, of course, you can... Definitely go back and watch 205 Live. A lot went down last night, including Kalisto defeating the Miracle, Mike Kanellis. And as we said, folks, Akira Tozawa took on his fellow countryman, Hideo Itami, ladies and gentlemen, in what was his final match of NXT, or excuse me, 205 last night, ladies and gentlemen, however. And uh, that being said, however, uh, we'll have to wait and see where they go from here, folks. But I can tell you what, folks, it's going to be very interesting, to say the least. Now, don't forget, of course, this coming Monday, ladies and gentlemen, we'll talk about the aftermath of what happened, ladies and gentlemen, from this coming uh, Sunday's, uh, let's just say, interesting game, if you will. Uh, I'm not going to say uh, who's playing in the game, let's just say, but let's just say we'll have a little discussion about it. Also, we'll give you our raw ratings and predictions. We'll give you all the hype up of the Elimination Chamber. In fact, we understand that last night, we understand that three matches have been signed for the Elimination Chamber already, ladies and gentlemen including Daniel Bryan competing against five gentlemen, uh, Randy Orton, Samoa Joe, uh, uh, Mustafa Ali, and two others. We understand that the Usos will be leading the Uso Penitentiary into battle, however, against Shane McMahon and Jim, uh, The Miz, if you will. And, folks, we have one other match, however, that could be signed, however, signed and sealed very soon, however, and that will be a very interesting match in itself. We'll tell you about that match here in just a second. In fact, I'm going to pull it up right now and let you know all what's going on with that, folks. What? Uh, yeah, you'll hear. It is going to be, however, uh, I'll tell you that match is... Show. Reading show? Yeah. What's that? I'm just talking. It's just like a show where you talk. Oh, well, yep. uh, apparently, John, uh, I understand you have a guest with us tonight. Maybe you can uh, get uh, your uh, friend on the phone who this is. And no, uh, no, I'm just talking to him right now. 
Okay. All right, well, man. we can tell you also, ladies and gentlemen, the other match that has been signed, ladies and gentlemen, it'll be for the new women's tag team titles, ladies and gentlemen. It will be Nia Jax and Tamina taking on Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan taking on Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville versus three other teams. The final team of the Raw division will be announced this Monday as the Boston Hug Connection of Sasha and Bailey will be competing in Portland, ladies and gentlemen, against uh, Alicia Fox. And, of course, the psycho girl herself, Dickie Cross, who will come out to play this coming Monday at the Boda Center, formerly the Rose Garden in Portland. And that will be coming up this week, ladies and gentlemen. Also, we could have a few more teams announced next week on SmackDown Live from the Ever-Trained Wins Arena, ladies and gentlemen, in Everett, Washington. Of course, the following week they will be in Grand Rapids and, of course, Toledo, Ohio. But we have heard early reports say that there has been speculation. I have not been able to confirm it yet, though, that that, that Grand Rapids show on the 11th of February could be up in the air at the moment due to nasty weather. We understand that there could be some rough weather ahead, however, in that neck of the woods, however. That being said, however, we'll definitely have have a chance to report that for you, ladies and gentlemen. We can also tell you, ladies and gentlemen, tonight, however, during the NXT tapings, ladies and gentlemen, however, we understand, however, that uh, in one of the tapings that has just been announced moments ago, ladies and gentlemen, it'll be Johnny Gargano defending his new North American Championship against the Velveteen Dream, ladies and gentlemen, for the North American title. So we'll see if Johnny Wrestling, who just won the title a few days ago in Phoenix, Tower, will be retaining the title, or if the Velveteen Dream will make Johnny Wrestling tap out and put him to sleep in capturing the North American title and become the third person to do so, ladies and gentlemen, however, as Johnny Gargano defeated the Ricochet or Ricochet, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, this past Saturday night. And what was a hell of a match at TakeOver Phoenix. And speaking of which, ladies and gentlemen, this Sunday, however, turn off the Super Bowl, however, if you will, and turn off the halftime show Maroon 5. Turn on the network and see what will be an exciting halftime heat show, folks. It is going to be a six-person tag. It will be Alistair Black, ladies and gentlemen, teaming up with his friends, the Velveteen Dream, however. And also, ladies and gentlemen, he has one other person with him, the Ricochet, taking on Johnny Gargano, Adam Cole, ladies and gentlemen, and Tommaso Chiappa. And a grueling six-person tag, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to be a barn burner, to say the least. This will be the first time that WWE will be doing halftime heat for the first time since 1999. It is going to be an epic, epic match. I cannot wait for that six-person tag coming up this Sunday. In the meantime, I want to have to step out for just a moment, John. If you want to talk about anything else with the uh, fans, Howard, go right ahead. And when we come back, we'll have a lot more to discuss. So if you're going to give the plug anything else you want to discuss, go right mm-hmm. ahead. I'll be right back. All right. Okay, I'm back now, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry about that. I had to step out for just a few minutes. Anyway, folks, as we said, we have a lot to talk about. Of course, don't forget, tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, we will have our final show of the month of January, ladies and gentlemen. It should be a very exciting show, and I know John's looking forward to it with great anticipation, folks, including a historic moment that happened 19 years ago, ladies and gentlemen. However, tomorrow, what was the moment, however, we'll let you know about it, however, coming up tomorrow night, however, ladies and gentlemen, that should be a doozy of a show. Also, ladies and gentlemen, I do want to give a special shout-out, I believe it's tomorrow, however, if I'm not mistaken, I'll have to double-check my notes here. 
if I'm not mistaken here, however, as it will be my cousin Dave's birthday, however, and my friend Jim's birthday, so I want to spend out, uh, well, happy birthday wish to both of those guys, however, I hope they have a great birthday, if you will, however, we'll definitely be uh, keeping you up to date with that, however, ladies and gentlemen, and like I said, folks, there's a lot going on, however, if you will, however, as far as that goes, uh, let's see, some other moments to report, of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, going on right now. Not a whole heck of a lot going on, other than, of course, this weekend we'll find out who this year's Hall of Fame class, ladies and gentlemen, of the NFL will be announced. Reports say that Alan Fanica, the former Pittsburgh Steeler, however, could be on the table, ladies and gentlemen. And like I said, however, we will definitely uh, give you our thoughts about that, folks. But uh, we do understand, ladies and gentlemen, however, that, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, however, that, uh, believe it or not, however, there has been talk already that uh, the WWE will be announcing their Hall of Fame class very shortly. We have heard uh, different names from Owen Hart to Bam Bam Bigelow to China to Owen uh, Hart, as I said, the British Bulldog to Big Van Vader. We don't know who's going in just yet, folks, but we will definitely let you know about that, ladies and gentlemen. However, we'll definitely fill in our spots, give you our opinions as time goes along. Uh, also, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget this coming Monday, we'll talk more about uh, the Elimination Chamber, as I said, on Raw Radio, of course, this uh, tomorrow night. We'll talk about TakeOver Phoenix, however, on uh, Wolfpack, 138521-POUND. Be sure to check that out. Raw T. Smith and I will have your news headlines for you. John, of course, will supply the birthdays and dates as well. So, folks, that'll be very interesting. If you will, be sure to check that out coming up tomorrow night at 9 p.m. Also, ladies and gentlemen, however... If you're looking for a very, very uh, good thing to check out, ladies and gentlemen, definitely check out 83 Weeks with Eric Bischoff, however. Every week, however, Eric talks about uh, the past and present of wrestling, however, with his good friend Conrad Thompson, if you will. Recently, John, I don't know if you heard this or not, he did have a review in his own opinions of Starcade 1997, uh, as well as Sold Out uh, 97. Uh, 98 and 2000, believe it or not. He also has done videos including creating the NWO, The Bash at the Beach 2000, Bret Hart, Chris Jericho on WCW, Halloween Havoc 94 and 95, 98, Starkey 94, 93, Starkey 83, Him versus Flair, The Giant in WCW, Fall Brawl 1998, and uh, many others, believe it or not. So definitely check it out on YouTube today. 83 Weeks Hour, the podcast with Eric Bischoff each and every week. However, He's done, I think, over, this was uh, last night, I think, I want to say last night was his, I'm going to find out here how long he's done, he's done 40 of these, yes, this is his 40th episode, folks, so definitely uh, check it out, Howard, you can also check it out on Podbean, podbean podbean.com to be exact, but folks, this is definitely worth checking out. Uh, some other news to report, of course, as you know, we got some exciting hockey going on tonight, Howard, an exciting game going on in the Steel City tonight. As you know, a uh, big, big, crucial game for the Pittsburgh Penguins. They are taking on the Tampa Bay Lightning this evening, however. That is going to be a very, very interesting battle, to say the least. So uh, that game, I believe, just uh, got started moments ago. Yes, that's just getting underway right now as they're about to drop the puck at the PPG Paints Arena, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, that being said, how we'll have to wait and see. Also, ladies and gentlemen, I just found out moments ago as we were coming on the air, we do have some college football breaking news just coming in. Apparently, Lincoln Riley, ladies and gentlemen, has been given a new contract, ladies and gentlemen, for four more years. He will now be paid $6 million a season, believe it or not, for the next four years. He's made $5 million this past year with the Oklahoma Sooners. He will be having a salary increase to six, however, and will receive an annual salary to save bonus for each year. He remains with Oklahoma at $700,000 in addition to $150,000 of annual bumps. They will also pay an extra $1 million if he stays past April 1st of 2021. He can also net up to $750,000 annually in performance bonuses. That being said, however, of course, he will match up with Tom Hearn from Texas and uh, also Dan Mullen of Florida. That being said, however, he's going to come into the top 10 behind Nick Saban, Jim Harbaugh, and Jimbo Fisher, who earn eight. And a half million, eight million, and seven and a half million a year. But overall, John, I have got to get your take. Lincoln Riley, one of the more successful coaches of the year, even though they did not make it to the championship this year, however, mind you, he still gets a big contract, and they decided to reward him handsomely earlier today. Your thoughts? Uh, no comment on it. All right, no problem. Thank you very much, John. But again, congratulations. Definitely goes out to Lincoln Riley. And uh, let's see what other news we got to talk about here. Uh, 
Like I said, we're constantly keeping you up to date what's going on in the NXT show tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I can tell you, ladies and gentlemen, how, as we said, ladies and gentlemen, there has been discussion, believe it. In fact, however, we understand, believe it. Here's another news story, however, ladies and gentlemen. And, John, this will be interesting. I want to hear your thoughts about this one. This is a very interesting story. And we do want to thank Jeremy Thomas from 411 Mania for supplying this story. Ray Mysterio posted Instagram recently that to reveal that he visited Eddie Guerrero's grave for the first time since his passing in 2005. Mysterio posted, as you can see below, knowing that he has never visited because of the difficulties he had in coping with his good friend's passing, however. Recently, he said the following, however, and this was what he said, however. Always had a hard time wanting to visit him and found myself cowardly refusing it due to the pain and memories from that day. Finally, on Monday, after 13 years, I had the courage to visit him, however, and have a one-on-one moment with him. And exactly what I feared of happening happened. Memories from that day were flashing through my head, but his presence was much stronger and was able to cope and maintain my composure. After my conversation with him, I left with a huge internal smile and felt a soothing and and peace. Love, Eddie, has been such an inspiration not only to me but to many and will always continue to do so, however. I witnessed that day that future wrestlers who never had the opportunity to meet him that took the time to stop by and pay their respects, wishing they would have had the honor and privilege to have met him and been around him like many of us all did. I truly miss Wawito. Hashtag, you will forever live in our hearts. Hashtag, we still love you, Eddie Ray Jr. Your thoughts about the comments by Ray Jr. All I can say is, without getting choked up, wow. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And, of course, Eddie Guerrero was a fan and friend uh, to many wrestlers, however, and he battled with some of the greats, however, Ray Jr. being one of them, Dean Malenko, uh, Chris Jericho, uh, Chris Benoit, if you will, another guy who a few years later, of course, sad to say, we would lose suddenly, however, tragically, however, the circumstances that we still don't understand, however, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, let's just say, like Eddie said, folks, like Ray Jr. said, folks, Eddie's still in our hearts and minds, ladies and gentlemen, and definitely will be uh, missed. No question referring to Eddie Guerrero. Now, another story, John, this is going to interest you, and I will talk about this more here coming up at the top of the 9 o'clock hour, ladies and gentlemen, is an update on uh, a match that might now be up in the air as far as WrestleMania goes. Martha Rousey and Becky Lynch. And this is how plans change for the Raw Women's title match at Mania 35. This is the story. Uh, I just had it, so bear with me here, folks. I just uh, pulled that story up again. I just had it a moment ago. Okay, here we go. On the latest edition of the Wrestling Observer Radio by WrestlingInc.com, Dave Meltzer offered more details into how the planned Mania main event has changed as of late. Originally, the apparent plan was a gradual build uh, for Charlotte Flair, however, versus Ronda Rousey, however, in a one-on-one match. That plan, believe it or not, started almost a year ago, which saw Flair cleanly defeat Asuka and ending her streak. WWE was also planning a Natalya versus Rousey feud, which would have seen Natty turn heel. However, the Observer notes that the passing of Natalya's father, the great Jimmy and Lightheart, altered WWE's plan to turn Natty heel against Ronda. Previously, Ronda was going to face Becky Lynch in a one-off champion versus champion match, as we all know, back in November at Survivor Series. However, Becky was injured and suffered a concussion due to a punch from the mangina herself, Nia Jack Hole Jax. As a result, Charlotte Flair came in as a last-minute replacement for Becky in that match. Now, according to Meltzer, the ending versus... From Flair versus Rousey, let's just say, however, at Survivor Series, was the same booking plan for the ending of the match when it was going to be Lynch versus Rousey with Flair going berserk with a kendo stick. The reaction to the match apparently caused WWE to change their plans once again. At one point, WWE wanted to book Rousey versus Flair at Royal Rumble and then Rousey versus Lynch one on one at WrestleMania 35. These plans were then scrapped because WWE officials decided they wanted Flair, Rousey, and Lynch to be all part of the same match at Mania. Going by another report, however, ladies and gentlemen, however, from the Observer Radio, however, WWE is planning to add Charlotte Flair to the match at some point to make the Raw Women's title bout a triple threat match at Mania 35. Of course, Meltzer has noted in the past that, quote, plans can change. As of now, the announced Raw Women's title match is set to be Ronda versus Becky at Mania 35, but again, as we said, folks, however, that could change as well. John, your thoughts about this, however? I'm back. Okay, your thoughts about what I was just talking about? Um, what were you saying? You want me to repeat it again? Yeah. 
Okay. Uh, this is again coming from our uh, friend Jeremy Thomas, uh, Jeffrey Harris, excuse me, at 411 Mania, and this is what he had to say. And I will repeat this story once again. <laughs> On the latest edition of the Wrestling Observer News Radio, however, by WrestlingInc.com, Dave Meltzer offered more details into how the planned original match. Oh yeah, back in Rana, back in Charlotte. Yes, yes. Uh, what do you think about this, however? Hmm. I say WrestleMania is going to be a triple threat. I would have to agree. I would definitely agree with you there. No question about it. Uh, we'll definitely have to wait and see about that. No question about it. Uh, before we get to our next story, ladies and gentlemen, we are continuing to watch this hockey game very carefully. We can tell you right now, three minutes into the game, the Penguins, however, who entered the night, however, five points behind Washington, two back of Washington, who is in second, and Columbus one point ahead of the Penguins, however, which the Penguins are in fourth hour, are off to a good start here. Riley Sheehan gets lucky number seven, his seventh goal of the year. Of course, this is the second time. The two teams were playing each other, of course, earlier in November. Tampa Bay did defeat Pittsburgh 4-3. to This will be the second meeting of the season between these two teams, however, if you will, however. And, of course, the third and final match will be coming up a week from uh, Saturday in Tampa, if you will. Right now, uh, Riley Sheehan gets the open net goal early for the Penguins. However, Garrett Wilson and uh, the Tanger, Chris Letang, assisting. Penguins are up early 1-0. Meanwhile, Tampa goes into tonight's game, however, 14 points ahead in the Atlantic Division, ahead of Toronto if you will, as far as their top spot goes, however, with the bottom feeding team being all. But again, going into tonight, the Penguins are two points behind Washington, one point back of Columbus, sitting in fourth place, however, losing a tough one on uh, the other night against New Jersey, 6-3, but hope to overtake Columbus tonight, however, for third place, and to catch Washington, who will have a big game ahead of them coming up uh, in the next few days, however, as they will place, I believe, play the Flames, however, if I'm not mistaken, I believe tomorrow night or possibly Friday night, there in uh, D.C., I believe. So we'll definitely be watching that very carefully. Now, another story that we're going to talk about, ladies and gentlemen, Howard, is one that we are going to be very interested in. I know John has a little interest in this one. Again, Joseph Lee from 411 Mania, our good friend Howard, has uh, this to report here, ladies and gentlemen. During the latest episode of his podcast, good old J.R. spoke about the TV prospects for All Elite Wrestling and gave an update on when his contract will expire. And uh, he had some few choice words to say, and here's what good old JR had to say, ladies and gentlemen. On the Elite Invading Bar Wrestling, however, JR said the following. I saw the Elite catching two independent shows last week. I thought that was pretty cool. Bar Wrestling in L.A., and then when I think the Young Bucks were in Seattle, it's called Grassroots Marketing. It's called Staying Connected to Your Target Demographic. It is marketing done the old-fashioned way with shoe leather and effort. So bravo, gents. On a new TV for ADW, which has not been announced yet, he said the following. They're not going to have a problem getting a TV deal done. It's not the insurmountable task that many, many perpetrated it to be. It's expensive to do all the due diligence, gets everything done, and put your pieces in place. But it's certainly not impossible. So I think there is good news for all these cases, Howard. I want AEW to do well, and I think like I want every pro wrestling promotion to do well. Why wouldn't I? I've devoted the largest part of my life to pro wrestling. Why would I not want to continue to see it grow and continue those that are in it to have the same opportunities and the same experiences in a positive way that I have? It's a good way to live your life in my view. So a lot of interesting business and stuff going on. We'll definitely have to keep our eye on that. And finally, Howard, he said this about his WWE contract, Howard. There are a lot of big things on the horizon. I'll leave you with that. There are so many rumors out there. This is going to happen. That's going to happen. All I can tell you is this. I'm not keeping any secret. My contract with WWE is up at the end of March. What happens after that is not up to me entirely. It takes two to tango on any front you go to, so I know all know is I'm not worried about any of it. I'm not worried about how to get my groceries in 2019. All is good so far. Life is good. It's going to be an amazing year. Huge things on the horizon. I've got a feeling. I really believe that for all of us, no better time in our lifetime, it is exciting to be a wrestling fan still. Don, your thoughts about good old JR's comments? Well, I hope JR can can get and WWE can finally work on an agreement. Well, there has been talked, however, about that, however, and we know that a lot of people are uh, definitely going to be watching very interestingly to see if, uh, in fact, Howard will see if uh, he finds a way to either re-sign with WWE or if he uh, goes out the door with some of these other guys, Howard, and heads off to AEW. I mean, we've been talking about 
network homes and TV times and everything, this and that. We haven't heard all the details yet, folks, but we're definitely going to be watching very, very carefully about that. But, folks, uh, definitely uh, we'll keep our eye on that. And uh, a quick side note, ladies and gentlemen, if you're looking to sign up, ladies and gentlemen, however, for a very interesting uh, thing, let's just say on Facebook, however, interesting club, if you will, sign up for AEWS, however, all Elite Generation. I believe that's the name of the club. However, I'll have to double-check my uh, sources here on that. But I can tell you that King NWO Gerard T. Smith, our very famous AEW man, however, is definitely, however, uh, it is definitely, hold on, I'll tell you what it is. It's called here. It is called, yes, AEWS Wrestling's Elite Generation. Definitely check it out, folks. You will definitely not be disappointed, however, whatsoever, if you will. And it is worth checking out, however, if you will, however. Hold on a second here. Uh, I'm just doing something here. Let's just say it's worth checking out and worth uh, stating your favorite, uh, like I said, uh, favorite uh, wrestlers that are going into AEW, including Chris Jericho, Hangman Page, Cody Rhodes, Brandy Rhodes, uh, Neville, if you will. Of course, again, ladies and gentlemen, we will be seeing more of AEW uh, elite stuff coming up, however, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, however. Uh, in the next few weeks, a few weeks and months, however, if you will, however. That being said, however, uh, we'll definitely let you know what's going on as far as that goes. Um, in the meantime, let's give you the number again, one six zero five five six two zero four four four. 562 Call ID one four one. excuse me, one three nine nine two five pound You can join us right now. We're here till 9 o'clock, and we do have an update more on this hockey game, folks. So, uh, John, I think you're not going to like this, but uh, you might like it, too. Uh, the Penguins are definitely coming out exploding tonight, folks. I'll tell you what, Howard. They needed this win, however. And, boy, they're coming out ready to go like a razor-sharp the team tonight. Phil Kessel has scored his 21st goal, assisted by Gino Malkin and Brian Rusty Rostauer. But the story, of course, and, John, I know you're not a fan of this guy, but Sid the Kid Crosby, folks, continues to dominate, folks. He just got his 22nd goal, goal just moments ago, ladies and gentlemen. And right now, the Penguins are off to a big, exploding start. 3 nothing in the first period against a very hot Tampa Bay team. Right now, Matt Murray is holding his own. However, he has stopped seven shots, but so far, the Penguins have definitely come out. Yeah, thanks, John. I, well, you better watch out. We're coming to catch you guys. Believe me, you guys are ahead of us by two, but we might be tying you guys after tonight, maybe, if we can pull this one out and jump over Columbus. But you guys are only three back of the points behind the honors. Right now it's a four-way log jam in the Metropolitan Division, but I know we're playing you guys again pretty soon. But uh, the last time we played you guys, you guys got a lucky one on us, Howard. We beat you guys earlier in the year. So, again, anytime the Pens and Caps play, folks, it's no holds barred between John and myself, but it's all in good fun, folks. And especially when the playoffs heat up, power, it gets really exciting for both cities. But right now, the Penguins have struck big tonight. And boy, oh boy, they're off to a fast start tonight. And it looks like they're looking to try to open up more, however, as they're now on the again, a.k.a. power play, if you will. Yes, thank you very much, son. And like I said, folks, they are off to an exploding start here right now in about 10 minutes into the game, ladies and gentlemen. Already up 3 nothing on Tampa Bay, folks, and looking to add more. So, folks, a very good start tonight by Coach Sully Sullivan and the Penguins. Uh, like I said, they're coming off that tough loss. Of course, as you know, the other night on Monday night, they were down very early and often against a very subpar New Jersey team. Unfortunately, tonight, after working out most of the morning, except for a few key players, however, they uh, are clicking at the right time tonight, at least for this evening, however. But, of course, they got a big game coming up on Friday night at home against the Ottawa Senators. And then Saturday, they head up to Gerard's neck of the woods in T-Town. That's right, folks, Toronto, as they play the Maple Leafs, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, up there in the great white north of Canada. But, folks, they're off to an exploding start here tonight, as I said, folks. In at home against Tampa Bay and looking for more, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see what happens. But right now, it is midway through the first. It is three nothing right now in favor of Pittsburgh. Uh, some other news to report, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, the raw rains this week. How did they go up, John? I don't know if you heard that or not, but uh, they did go up this week and they did very well. However, believe it or not, they went from a 172 last week to a 193. So they kind of improved a little bit this week. Believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, I was really surprised about that considering how bad uh, the show was, but still, they did enough, however. Uh, we also can tell you that the SmackDown Live viewership coming out of uh, this past Sunday's Rumble, however, let's just say, uh, I just had it here. Hold on a second, I'll pull it up again. Uh, John, I'm sure would want to hear this, however. 
uh, did not do so well. They kind of took a little bit of a hit, 2.137. And, uh, John, before we let you go, I know you have a lot on your plate to take care of in a few moments. I'm going to get you out on this hour real quick, and I know you'll share more about it tonight on Revolution. Uh, what were your thoughts about last night's show? What stood out for you and what did not stand out for you on SmackDown? Sucked. What's that? I said it sucked. Oh, yes. I would, I would definitely agree. And would you say, however, like I said, however, that belt with Daniel Bryan was absolutely hokey? Yes. Yes. I would definitely agree with you there, Howard. Uh, we'll see what happens, mm-hmm. folks. Uh, like I said, we have a new U.S. champion. We'll definitely uh, see uh, what happens there, folks. Uh, anyway, folks, uh, not much else to discuss. Uh, unless and I'm going out, ahead. buddy. What's that? I told Loki, I'm not, I told the cat, I told him he's not going out. <laughs> yeah, Loki, it's a little cold, buddy. Uh, Dad's definitely keeping you in tonight, rightly so. But, uh, John, here's a birthday that you'd be interested in. I know uh, we usually do, we talk about a lot of things here today. Uh, a very special uh, happy birthday today, a uh, 58th birthday, if you will, today, to the Oakland Raiders. The Raiders today nice. were born on this day, 1960, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, we've seen a lot of great players and names over the years that have done the silver and black of the pirate, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, guys like Kenny the Snake Stabler, uh, Fred Ballant, Lacoste, Sean Madden, uh, Dave Casper, of course, uh, Jim Plunkett, Tom Flores, Marcus Sound, Bo Jackson, among others, of course, they'll be moving to Vegas next year. But today, however, a very special tribute, happy birthday indeed to the for the 58th year, however, to the, one of the original and old American Football League teams, or the AFL teams of the 1960s, the silver and black, ladies and gentlemen, the one that always had a patch above their eye and swords ready to fight when they were ready to against some of the best teams of them all, including Kansas. All right, I'm going to head off, head off of here and I'll... I'll get you here in a few minutes. All right. Sounds good, John. Thank you very much. We'll talk to you in a few. And, of course, John Gross now leaving us. I'll see you. As we said, folks, a very special tribute and happy 50th birthday, ladies and gentlemen, of course, to the silver and black that is the Oakland Raiders. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, a lot of uh, not much else going on. We do want to send out uh, a special uh, hello to uh, our good friends, however, ladies and gentlemen, as well, including... Black Widow herself, Michelle Lindard, so along with some Caleb, hopefully they're staying warm there, and Paul Myra. GTS, our good friend and brother from another mother, and my fellow outsider member, if you will, my big dog, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. We want to say hello to him. I know he's been battling the flu lately, along with Michelle, but guys, we are thinking of you guys both, and we do miss you, Howard, tremendously. And we hope to hear from you guys very, very soon. Hopefully we'll hear back from you guys at some point. Like I said, a lot to talk about, of course, when you guys come back on the air, Howard. And grace us with your presence again, but we definitely want to wish you guys uh, get well wishes, and hopefully you guys will be feeling better very, very soon, ladies and gentlemen. Hopefully you'll be back with us here on the air very, very shortly. Uh, some other news, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just trying to find out some news here while we're going on here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, of course, we're midway through the first period again. It is three nothing Pittsburgh, looking very good so far, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, a lot else going on, as we said. Of course. Um, Let's see what else we got, ladies and gentlemen. I can pull up some stuff here. Uh, here. Uh, uh, let's see here, folks. Uh, hold on. I'll tell you what's going on here, ladies and gentlemen, in the history. Uh, John usually brings some birthdays and histories to you folks, but we'll also tell you about some other things that happen here, ladies and gentlemen, as far as house shows go. Uh, first off, ladies and gentlemen, we can tell you, of course, we told you last week, how our, uh, it was definitely history in the making, of course, uh, on the 23rd of 19, uh, literally 35 years ago. But, folks, here's what happened uh, 35 years ago today in the WWE, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, live from Salisbury, Maryland, Howard, at the Wimico Youth and Civic Center, ladies and gentlemen. We can tell you these matches did happen, ladies and gentlemen. Eddie Gilbert, of course, fought Bob Bradley to a 20-man time limit draw. The current IC champion, the original Rock, Don Morocco, ladies and gentlemen, took on Chief J. Strongbow. Jose Luis Big Mac Rivera took on the arrogant Frenchman Rene Goulet. The martial artist known as Tiger Chung Lee, ladies and gentlemen, fought Tony Gurria uh, to a 20-minute time limit draw. B. Brian Blair, the killer bees, ladies and gentlemen, I believe making his debut here, took on young Charlie Fulton. The superfly Jimmy Snuka flew high that night on this night, ladies and gentlemen, taking on Samola. 
the Soul Man, one of the tag team champions, however, the Soul Man himself, Rocky Johnson, ladies and gentlemen, however, fought Mr. Wonderful to a double DQ. In midget action, it was Tiger Jackson and the Haiti Kid taking on Poncho Boy and Dana Carpenter. And yes, folks, ladies and gentlemen, for the first time, however, in quite some time, however, since, uh, let's just say, uh, not getting an opportunity to face the Iron Sheik for the WWF Championship, ladies and gentlemen, the former champion, Bobby Backlund, ladies and gentlemen, took on the masked superstar, Bill Eady, if you will. Meanwhile, however, the day before, however, in Baltimore, here's what happened there. Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff lost to, uh, defeated Bob Backlund by countout. The Wild and Crazy Simones often seek a defeated B. Brian Blair and Eddie Gilbert. The Invaders 1 and 2 took on Israel Matia and Charlie Fulton. Jimmy Snuka defeated Don Morocco by countout. Rocky Johnson took on the Masked Superstar. And S.D. Jones took on Rene Goulet. Meanwhile, however, Hulk Hogan was a very busy man during this same time, however. And we'll tell you why, folks, because after... What had happened, however, in Madison Square Garden, however, if you will, on the 23rd, however, when he defeated the Iron Sheik, he was definitely going to be a very busy man over the course of the next week and a half or so, and here's why. In Japan, in Nagoya, of course, him and Iron Mike Sharp, however, would team up for the first time, however, taking on Antonio Noki and Tatsumi Fujinami. The next night, if you will, however, in Fuji, Japan, if you will, him and Sharp teamed up again, this time taking on Riki Choshu and Yoshikaya Yatsu, or the great Yatsu, if you will. The fall, two nights later, he would take on Higo Hamaguchi, let's just say, Hamaguchi, yes, in a non-title match. That was his first title defense, if you will. Our, as, that was his first, uh, let's just say, foray into Japan as WWE World Champion, our, not as a tag team competitor this time, but as the main guy. Uh... What else? Uh, the following two nights later, February 1st, he would take on Hulk uh, Rusher um, Kim Gura, if you will, however, in a non title matchup, believe it or not. Uh, let's see what else will happen here, folks. I'm telling you what else is going on here, folks. Let's see. Him and Mike Sharp defeated Hamaguchi and the great Yatsu, of course, in Tomakomi, Japan, however, on February 4th. And uh, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, however, on February 5th, however, they would defeat Tatsumi Fujinami and Akira Medea in uh, Nohi, Nohi, Japan, if you will. Yes, Nohi, Japan. Sorry about that, folks. I couldn't remember the name of this. Uh, surprisingly, however, on February 6th, however, he would team up with Bret Hart, however, in 1984, however, for the first time ever, as Fujinami and Akira got retribution on the Hulkster. Uh, the next night, of course, him and Mike Sharp would take on the great Yatsu, however, in Tokyo, and Riki Choshu. Now, surprisingly, believe it or not, however, his first main title defense back in the States, meanwhile, would not come, however, believe it or not, oddly enough, however, until three days later, however, when he took on the Iron Sheik, believe it or not, however, in a Texas death match. Hogan, of course, was subbing for Bob Backlund around that time, mind you. Now, uh, let's see here. Uh, no, my mistake. Sorry, folks. It was two days later, however, he took on the Masked Superstar, believe it or not, however. Uh, that would air in June of that year, however. That would be his first title defense in St. Louis. But the next night, it would be in Boston, however, for 14-5, if you will. Uh, so there you go, folks. Uh, some history there involving the Hulkster. Uh, let's see here. we got five minutes to go in the first, ladies and gentlemen. It is still 3 nothing. so there you go. Uh, we will also tell you about some other things that happened in the world of uh, pro wrestling, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, let's just say here. Hold on a second. We'll tell you what, tell you what happened here, folks. Uh, here in the Jim Crockett promotions, if you will, on this date in history. Uh, first off, ladies and gentlemen, of course, on this date in history, uh, believe it or not, in Kansas City, Missouri, Ric Flair would defeat Harley Race, however, if you will. Uh, believe it or not. Meanwhile, Greenville, South Carolina, in a rare matinee special, however, Chief Wahoo McDaniel and Greg Valentine would team up to take on Dirty Dick Slater and Bob Warren Jr. in a Texas Tornado match. The Russian Bear would take on Angelo Mosca. Jimmy Valiant would take on Assassin No. 2 while Assassin No. 1 was barred from the ring. Angelo Mosca Sr. would take on the Big Cat, Ernie Ladd. Gary Rowe would take on Bubba Smith, and I'm not sure if that's the same Bubba Smith that used to play professional football and was an actor, very known to you all as Moses Hightower from Police Academy. Uh, meanwhile, in St. Louis, Car 
Hipfire took on Ric Flair at the Freeman Coliseum for a WCCW show. Meanwhile, however, the Mid-Atlantic Heavyweight Champion Angelo Mosca the following night, however, on the 30th, would defeat Ivan Koloff. Meanwhile, the WCCW Star Wars show, however, at the Tarrant uh, County Civic Center in Fort Worth the next night, however, uh, Ric Flair, of course, would take on Mike Van Eric, however, believe it or not, however, if, in fact, however, Mike could last the time limit, however, he would earn a future world title matchup for David Von Eric, however, and help David Von Eric take on Ric Flair, if you will, and Mike, of course, did so there. Being of David, David and Kerry, unfortunately, did not have a good night taking on the Freebirds on this night. The Super Destroyers, however, would defeat the American Tag Team Champions, the Iceman, the Soul Man himself, and Brian Adidas to win the Tag Team titles of WCCW. JYD, of course, would defeat Kamala by DQ. And gentlemen, Chris Adams would become the new American Heavyweight Champion by defeating Jimmy Jam himself, rugged Jimmy Garvin, however, if you will, on this night. Uh, let's see what happened here prior to that. Uh, five days before, however, if you will, however, and should I say, however, uh, what happened literally, however, uh, several days before, in Wichita, Bruiser Brody would take on Ric Flair in Wichita. Meanwhile, in Greenville, however, Bob Warren Jr. and Greg Valentine would defeat Wahoo McDaniel, however, and the Hammer, I should say, Bob Warren Jr. and Greg Valentine, yeah, would defeat Wahoo McDaniel and his opponent by DQ. Ivan Koloff would defeat Angelo Mosca Jr. Johnny Weaver and Tim Horner would take on Len Denton and Tony Anthony. Sam Houston, however, would get his first uh, tryout, however, taking on Tony Russo. And Brickhouse Brown would defeat White in a close one, however, even though some people thought that should have been a draw. Meanwhile, the next night, Tulsa, Oklahoma, Bruiser Brody fought the champion, however, Rick Flair to a double DQ in Tulsa, while in Raleigh, Mark Fleming defeated Ben Alexander. Vinny Valentino, of course, defeated Lenden and Tony Anthony. Ivan Koloff would defeat Johnny Weaver. And Dick Slater would defeat Wahoo McDaniel as Slater was the U.S. champion. Meanwhile, in Shelby, North Carolina, however, at the rec center, however, on the 25th. Here's what matches you did see, ladies and gentlemen. And this was very interesting, of course. These would be taped for a future bout of worldwide TV that would air nine days later. Wahoo McDaniel, Dory Funk Jr., Rufus Hart Jones would defeat Billy White. Uh, Gary Whirl and Hans Schroeder, however. Uh, Angelo Mosca Jr. would defeat Ivan Koloff to win the title, believe it or not, however. The Mid-Atlantic Heavyweight Championship, that is, however. It was announced that Greg the Hammer Valentine would face the big dog, or big cat Ernie Ladd the following week in a quarterfinal match in the tournament. Afterwards, Angelo Sr., however, who provided commentary for the battle with Bob Cole, left the broadcast area to celebrate with his son in the ring. There was a 30-minute time limit uh, for this bout. Assassins 1 and 2 would take on Mark Fleming and Bret Hart. No, not the hitman. Bret Hart, that is, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, mind you. In the NWA TV Championship quarterfinals, Mark Youngbug would pin Barry O, a.k.a. Barry Orton. JYD would pin Mr. Olympia, if you will, however, with an uppercut. Tim Horner would defeat Tony Russo. Meanwhile, Dick Slayer would take care of Vinnie Valentino. Meanwhile, however, in a future episode of Mid-Atlantic Championship Wrestling, ladies and gentlemen, however, uh, let's just say, however, these matches would take place. Jimmy Valent, Dory Funk Jr., Rufus Hart Jones would defeat Bill White, Ben Alexander, and Tony Russo in a six-person tag. And the Assassins, with Paul Jones, defeated Gene, Gene, uh, Gene Legion and Sam Houston, if you will. Uh, let's see here. Uh, the, we told you about the 29th hour, folks. Uh, we will tell you about, uh, let's see, I believe a couple more things here real quick before we cut it loose here. Uh, what happened on... Uh, the 21st of 1984, however, in Florida, Dusty Rhodes would defeat Ric Flair by DQ. Uh, in Roanoke the next day, however, Vinny Valentino would take on Ali Bay. Paul Jones would take on Jimmy Valiant. Wahoo and Jimmy Valiant then would defeat the Assassins, however. Of course, Jimmy Valiant then defeated uh, Paul Jones by DQ. Greg Valentine defeated Dick Slayer by DQ. Ricky Steamboat would wrestle his last match, however, in the Mid-Atlantic Territory, taking on Ivan Koloff, believe it or not. And Ernie Ladd would win a 10-man, 5-grand battle royal. Other participants include Gene Anderson, Mark Youngblood, the freight train, Rufus R. Jones, and many others. In Toronto, however, meanwhile, however, later that night, Bob and Joe Marcus would defeat Bobby Bass and Ben Alexander. Keith Larson would defeat Kurt Von Hess. Len Den would take on Nick DiCarlo. Rudy and Terry Kay would defeat Johnny Weaver and Keith Larson. Tito Santana would defeat Don Cronoodle, believe it or not. Leo Burke would take on Roddy Piper in what was Piper, one of Piper's last matches. 
And Angelo Mosca Sr. would defeat the Canadian heavyweight champion, however, to win the title, Sergeant Slar, in the main event. So there you go, folks. Uh, some interesting historical facts there on house shows that happened. Uh, right now, it's about quarter to nine. Uh, not much else to discuss. Uh, of course, we're going into the latter stages of the first period, folks. So we're going to cut it loose here a little bit, unless anyone else wants to come on and uh, share their thoughts, Are uh, I do want to thank the human suplex machine, John Gross, for joining me here tonight. Uh, a lot uh, was discussed, Tower, for a little bit at least anyway, but we will talk to you here coming up at the top of the 9 o'clock hour. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we'll tell you about this and that. How, like I said, however, we're going to have a lot more to discuss here in just a little bit, including uh, what was a very interesting SmackDown show last night in the final night of the four-night show that's, that were in Phoenix. Uh, we'll definitely talk with you all coming up here at 9 p.m., ladies and gentlemen, however. And like I said, however, we'll definitely uh, have a lot more to discuss, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. That being said, folks, we're definitely going to be talking to you soon. We hope you enjoy the rest of your evening. Be safe. Be careful out there. As we said, folks, it's definitely a cold night tonight, so definitely stay warm out there. And... Uh, like I said, if you have to be outside, however, just be careful. And if you don't, however, just stay in and curl up by the fire, read a book, watch a movie. Heck, listen to us. Folks, we'll talk to you again coming up, of course, next week at the Wrestling Debate Hour. Uh, again, I do want to thank Howard, the Human Suplex Machine, for joining us tonight. So for now, uh, there's not much else to discuss, I guess. So this is the Iceman, I guess, saying so long for now from ringside. We'll talk to you at 9 o'clock, Howard, with more uh, news of what's happening. So enjoy the rest of your night out there. Be safe and be careful. And like we said, folks, don't uh, do anything I wouldn't do, folks. And uh, just be safe out there. So we'll talk to you soon. As we say goodnight to you from the Wrestling Debate Table, let us close it out with one of our themes of the evening. Live. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.